Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. And in three, two, and one. This week, this, 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 this week, this week, this, 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 this week. This week in Geek. This week in Geek, we talk social media, grand finals, and even more game announcements. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to another week of the Bleed. I got, I almost, ah! I was doing <laughs> yeah. so well. And it's then, okay. uh, all right, let's try that again. Welcome to another episode of This Week in Geek, not the the old one that we did. Um, anyway, how are you doing, Kevin, this week in Geek? <laughs> yeah, uh, in, in this week, more like IRL, I've been actually like hitting the gym a lot more. Ooh, uh, nice. Trying to like go outside and like breathe real air. Um, <laughs> that's a thing um but yeah uh lots of lots of exciting announcements for this week lots of uh not just manga related stuff but also like video games wise um like you know everybody's on that uh god of war ragnarok pickup i know i have a lot of friends who are saying like you, you gotta play it and i'm like i haven't played the first one yet <laughs> and they're like you should do you it gotta. on stream you got like that, that should be your next game on stream do it people are telling me yeah after spider-man because like people are watching spider-man they're like you're you're a menace you're you shouldn't be allowed <laughs> and i'm like so now the real question is like if i play god of war right god of war is once again another one that i probably shouldn't be in the driver's seat but i think that it i i'm more in tuned with kratos uh, about like you know destroying people well it's um, okay because they're they're just monsters at that point exactly they're and just then the others and elves yeah, and then the the other half of it was like, people were telling me you should try Red Dead. Oh, and, and go on this and that. I could I could be a, I could be a yeehaw cowboy and just kind of pick pick my route that way. And they're like, mm, that that will also work. And I'm like, okay, we'll see how it goes. Uh, so yeah, I'll leave that up to a vote pretty soon. Um, but I did that, and then I also released a new Poke Concepts video. Uh, that was hmm. that was one that I was like working on for a while. Um. But yeah, if you guys are interested in seeing what like a hypothetical Pokemon concept would look like in Pokemon Unite, I have a video out right now, um, and it's on Tangrowth, the the big loopy loopy long uh, vine boy. So yeah, this is a pretty fun concept, and yeah, it it's do it's doing all right. Cool. Uh, yeah. How about how about you, Matt? How was your week? How's everything going on your end? Um, I didn't, well, I, I did one thing. Wait, what did I do? I know I did <laughs> some stuff. Real, real question. What did I do? What did I do? I know on Saturday I went to go see, um, a comedy show. One of my, uh, my friends out here was doing a, um, he was recording his very first like comedy special, which was pretty cool. Uh, it's a big moment for him. I think he's said he's been doing comedy for like almost 20 years. And like, this is like, finally, like he decided, okay, it's time for me 
to record my own special, I found out that he is also one of my other friends and other acting friends' dad. So it's like, I didn't know you two were related, but now I know this. This is a fact that I now know. Um, so I did that um, on Friday. Oh, that's what I was. why I was in L.A. Um, on Friday, we had a, <laughs> this is kind of a, a sad, embarrassing story, but on Friday, um, we were having a, a work social after the shift. We were going to go to, um, there's a rooftop bar in LA called EP and LP, which is actually pretty cool. Um, it's got a great view of like all the houses on the hills. Like, and it's just, it was, it's a nice like downtown, um, sunset, like, central la like so what you think about like of an la bar it's not like this i'm not describing this very well but when you go to downtown la like people will think that it's one thing but it's just kind of like skyscrapers and dirty streets and nonsense like that but like when you go into like the more hollywood area on like more like sunset boulevard santa monica boulevard like closer towards like the beaches and stuff that's what people think about in la and that's the kind of bar this was but um because i was going to be in la for that i decided okay i'm going to work in the office today i show up at the uh at the office and no one is there to let me in um and i'm like okay well i have a meeting now about the insurance stuff so i'm gonna wait till after that and see if anyone comes to let me in an hour later, no one is there. So I'm like, I'm messaging folks like, hey, is anyone coming to the office today? And then one of the office managers is like, yeah, no, no one's coming. Like, we don't open the office up on Fridays. And I'm like, great. I wish I would have known that before I drove down here, but it's okay. So I went to a library and I worked there for the day, which was pretty cool. It was nice and cute. And then so yesterday, which was Tuesday, um, it was taco Tuesday at the office and they were actually going to be people there to let me in. Um, plus I was supposed to have, um, a dinner date, which, uh, didn't happen because it was raining a lot in LA, which when it Mm -hmm. rains in LA, we don't know how to survive or like just mostly in California. How, how was it up there when it rains, Kevin in NorCal? Do people know how to like function or does everything shut down and people like get into accidents every five minutes? Uh, I, I feel like it, it is a little bit of the California, like stereotype. It does leak up up here. Okay. Like we do drive slower when did the mm-hmm. rain for sure. Like we have, we have a couple people who are just like, Oh my God, it's raining. Like, <laughs> like it, it's fine. Like I I'm fine with driving a little slower because it's raining, but like, yeah, yeah. The, if we, we don't have like everybody losing their mind for getting how rain <laughs> operates but we do slow down a lot more and i'm like okay that, that's fine okay so so cal we everybody kind of loses their minds and forgets like oh no this is how you're supposed to drive yeah, doesn't doesn't function down here so um besides that the infrastructure and like drainage and everything in la is like a hundred years old and needs to be repaired but isn't getting repaired so like there is like flooding in the streets and it's like, Hey, I just got a flood warning on my phone. Uh, I don't feel comfortable driving. Is that okay with you? And I'm like, okay, it's fine. Like I get it. It's nighttime. There's water everywhere. People don't know how to drive. Let's just like be safe and reschedule. So we're getting dinner on Sunday. Um, but when I got to the office, like it's, I got there on Tuesday and it's like, okay, there's people here. 
but the Wi-Fi is broken, so no one can do work. So I had to like hotspot from my phone the entire time until the tacos came. Then I went to the same library I went to. So it was a bit of a an unfortunate occurrence, but at least I still got tacos. So that was great. <laughs> there we go. Free tacos are, are still good. Like free food is always great and amazing. It tastes better when it's free. Facts. <laughs> anyway let's uh let's talk about things that are not free shall we kevin oh <laughs> like cryptocurrency cryptocurrency is not free it costs you real money for fake perceived money um so apparently one of the what this guy who's a cryptocurrency billionaire guess how much he was worth initially kevin if it's if he was a billionaire, probably like I don't know one point. Let's just say one point six to be safe. Multiply that by ten. Wow, that's a, that's a lot of a lot of uh, make believe money there. <laughs> yeah. So um, this guy, his name was um, Sam Bankman Fried or Freed. I'm not sure how you pronounce that. It's F R I E D. Could be pronounced several different ways. Um, but he is the CEO of FTX, and he just, according to this, a bunch of the articles that I'm seeing, he suffered the biggest one-day loss ever experienced by a billionaire. So, guess how much of a percentage of his um, his worth he lost, Kevin? And then I'll do the math, and we'll see how much that actually is. Okay, is it is okay? Can can I ask? Is this cheating? Is he still a billionaire? I actually don't know. Okay. I haven't done that math yet. Okay, <laughs> so, uh, I I don't think he would take that big of an L, but I do think it. it he's no longer uh, uh I want to say if he started out at ten ten billion, right, or quite a bit, like sixteen billion. Sixteen billion. Right? Let let's just have him be at like one point. Let's just go back to the one point six billion. Okay. Now. <laughs> so sixteen billion is nine zero. So he lost ninety four percent of his wealth. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, ninety four percent, which which is fifteen million, a little over fifteen point oh four million dollars he lost that so sixteen that's a, that's a lot it's like a it's a big l minus fifteen point oh four billion only nine hundred sixty million dollars He's not a billionaire anymore. Rip. He's close to he, it's it's almost a billion. It's almost and and this is just me using like round numbers. I don't know how exactly how much he started with and if it's like exactly 94% or or, or rounded to it. Um but he was a this guy was an investor. He owned um FTX which is a currency exchange company. Um but I think uh, 
I think what happened was there was a liquidity crunch. I don't know what that means. Um, but whatever li- a liquidity crunch means, um, yeah, he, he, he lost a lot of that money, which is like, ow. <laughs> Imagine losing 94% of anything, Kevin. That's all. That's a lot of it. Night. That's I, that. That just you just feel bad now. <laughs> it's like I I know do that. I know? Do I? Because he's a crypto like, bro. Yeah. But that that was money. <laughs> oh, where does it go? Where 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 did all that? Where would all that money go? I guess investors probably pulled out from whatever they were investing in is is my guess uh yeah uh, that's just the biggest l i mean it's huge want to talk about a smaller l i i guess elon musk hey, he has a smaller l in his name yeah <laughs> so elon is um he's not doing great as the ceo of twitter and the owner of twitter now um pretty much the the approach to everything that's happening to twitter right now is what i have started calling the spaghetti approach we are in the spaghetti phase of twitter because pretty much all he's doing is throwing spaghetti at the wall and seeing what sticks so for example to start he said, "Oh, it's going to be twenty dollars to keep a ver- to to earn your verified blue check mark," and then he's like, "Oh no, let's let's do eight dollars instead." Um, and then there was uh, they were going to do a thing to differentiate like official, like official accounts from verified accounts. So they they were going to have like your blue check. And then there was going to be a, a gray verification check mark that said official underneath it. <laughs> because what's been happening is a lot of people have been like just buying the blue check mark and like making themselves look like um, real accounts. Like there's a, a an account that is Nintendo of America and their at is Nintendo of US, which just reads Nintendoofus. And they tweeted out a photo of uh, Mario flipping everybody off. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, people have been having fun with this. I've enjoyed seeing people be absolutely stupid with getting Twitter blue and verifying it. Um, but yeah, so after that, I think the gray check mark went live. And then a couple minutes later, it it went away. And Elon tweeted that he killed it. Blue check will be the great leveler, he said. Um, and pretty much what Elon is doing is he said in a tweet, please note that Twitter will do lots of dumb things in coming months. We will keep what works and change what doesn't. And it's like someone in the work chat pointed out, meanwhile, if any of us said that at work, we probs wouldn't have a job. And someone else said, SpaceX employees, please note that rockets do crazy shit like explode. I will keep playing around with them until they don't. Hearts, Elon. And then it's like, imagine, Kevin, you walked into a hospital. And this is a, a hospital owned by Elon Musk. 
and you see this um this note on the door how would you how comfortable would you feel going to this hospital Dear Musk Memorial Hospital patients, the doctors here are trying to shake things up in the medical community, so we're going to do lots of dumb things in the coming months. We will keep what works and change what doesn't. Some of you may die, but that is a sacrifice we are willing to make. XOXO, Muskman. Yeah, yeah, not happening. I would, I might have to to roll roll my dice here and see how well uh, the the Zuckerberg Hospital does. It's... (laughs) It's so ridiculous how some people are allowed to just kind of fuck around with everything until they can keep failing and failing and failing until they finally get a success. And like the rest of us, like we don't get that. We're not allowed to fail. You fail, then that like ruins your entire life plan. You don't get like that second chance. Whereas Elon has, I don't know how many billions of dollars left to keep on screwing around. Cause I think his, his worth is dropping too. Um, especially because Twitter's um, Twitter's value, like as soon as he took it over, like it dropped a lot because people are are according to um, some articles. Let me find out which specific one that quotes this. Um, yeah, so in an NBC article, um, they they are citing tweet. I was going to say Tweelon, like tweet and Elon in the same word. <laughs> Um, they're citing that Elon has been blaming um, activists for the the reason that Twitter is losing a lot of money because, and it, I guess it's kind of right because activists are are going to companies and saying, "Hey, um, you should really reconsider spending money on Twitter as a platform because Elon is in charge doing all of these awful things." Um, and so far, companies like General Motors and Volkswagen have paused or reduced the amount of money that they are spending on advertising and, and Twitter operations. So that is a thing. Uh, I know some companies specifically are kind of worried about how operations on Twitter are going to be. They're being very vigilant, looking out for, for example, like the Nintendo doofus, like they're looking out for accounts that have the blue check mark that are parody accounts that are kind of pretending to be, Real accounts. I personally don't think that this is going to last very long. That whole um, imitation thing. I think that it's maybe going to last for about a week, and then people will get bored of it. Because apparently, while you're on Twitter Blue, while you have that check mark, you can't um, you can't change your your name or your profile photo like you can normally do on Twitter. So you're you're kind of stuck for as long as you are paying for that Twitter Blue subscription. Um, Another thing that Elon did, which was in, insanely just idiotic in so many ways, is that pretty much after Elon took over, he fired um, 3,700 of Twitter staff, which is about 50% of the company. Um, according to sources that were part of Twitter, they said that a, a lot of his criteria was looking at how many lines of code that employees had written. And if you were on the bottom half of that list, then you got axed and you lost a job. Um, The problem with that, according to some of the developers who were in the know, is that just because you're writing less code doesn't mean that you are not essential to the company. What ended up happening, according to these reports, is that 
the people on Twitter who were solving more complex problems, who were trying to innovate, who were doing more difficult tasks were the ones who were fired because they weren't writing as much code. Meanwhile, maybe some lower level um, computer engineers or or people working in code were writing more lines of it because the stuff that they were doing was already streamlined and maybe like not as essential, just needed a lot of maintenance. So Elon fires half the company, realizes, oh shit, I fired the half that I need to make this uh, this machine tick. Um, and now he's desperately trying to hire back a lot of them. And I think Twitter is being sued by a lot of the employees who like did not, who, who felt that, that that firing was unlawful. It didn't, I think there's, there's different reasons why I think California in general though, isn't at will employment state. So they are depending on certain circumstances. They're allowed, employees are allowed to fire you for whatever reason. I don't know if there is a separate legal case here. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see if if any of these uh, these former coders come back or if any of the employees who were fired actually do win this um, this case or at least get a settlement from Twitter. But so far, Twitter is looking like a steaming hot mess. And like there were a lot of people who were impersonating Elon or making parody accounts on Elon and they were either getting banned or muted or or whatever. So um, a lot of people are leaving Twitter at this point. I used to really like Twitter as a platform. I think it was my favorite platform out of the big three. I mean, I still like think Facebook is okay. Um, but like, I, I really kind of enjoyed using Twitter now, not so much. So it's really interesting watching how this space has devolved over the past week. Yeah, it's it's not looking good. Uh, <laughs> I I'm I'm down for like them trying to not let Musk run everything, uh, especially in Twitter. But I do think it was super funny. I mean, they they gave everybody the option to get the the verified check mark, and then the first thing that I see, like it it was like a story in three panels, and it was like absolutely hilarious. It was, uh. It was Musk's tweet about uh, Verified being like eight bucks. And then it was a fake account that just said uh, a fake account of Elon Musk saying, um, I'm going to. It's like, oh, I left my wife so I could marry my Tesla. (laughs) And then then the next image is just him. It just says uh, we will be suspending all accounts that try to impersonate without being clear that it's parody. And then it just shows his account suspended. <laughs> and I'm like, oh man, <laughs> he almost had it. <laughs> but yeah, it, it was so funny. It's just like there were so many of those accounts just running around. And I, I feel sorry for like everybody who lost their account because of it. But like, I mean, if it was if it was funny, like I, it's fine. I mean, if you're going to leave Twitter anyways, like go out with a bang. Yeah. It's just Elon's a little bitch, baby. Like he he's such a troll online, but when people troll him, he can't handle it. 
Yeah, you, you got to be able to take what you can, what you deal, what you dish out. So at the very, at least as much as you dish out, you have to be at least able to take out as much as you dish out, if not more. That's like the one of the big rules of comedy. Like again, like you said, Kevin, don't dish out more than you can take. Exactly. How has uh, gaming Twitter been about with all of these changes and the muskening? There, there's not a lot of like. Uh... Not a ton of hits. I mean, for for most of the uh, the esports Twitter, for the most part, we we just make the we've been making the Among Us meme where it's like, oh, do we have an imposter X Y or Z? Right, and now that now that they have like a thing where they now say like account information where it's actually verified, and then yeah. like the other one where it's like they bought it because of Twitter Blue. Yeah. Um. Oh, that's another before, thing. That before you, you just that, mentioned. Yeah. yeah, that there's a there's a distinction now that it'll tell you, as Kevin just mentioned, whether or not they are they have a blue check because they are an official account or they are a blue check because they're sad and paid for it. Yeah, so so that we I've been seeing that plus like, you know, you're a crewmate, you're you're doing you're doing good, and then the the bot accounts is like <laughs> that's your imposter right there. Like <laughs> mm, this one doesn't seem correct. But yeah, I do feel like a lot of uh, companies will start just getting like, I I feel like the verification thing just like ruined the whole point of having it verified, especially if you can now just buy it. So yeah, um, I hope that I hope that they revert that back. I mean, I don't know what else you would buy Twitter for, uh, to and try to like capitalize off of something. But for real, like Twitter was fine as is. Like we we didn't we didn't need a new. You know, there's easier ways over. to get a blue check it doesn't have to be on it's not going to be on twitter but there's easier ways to get a blue check yeah like, honestly like I, i'm pretty sure you can like just make it an emoji and just put a check mark next to your name if you really yeah. want it that bad <laughs> i was gonna say like you could just go on tinder and verify your profile there then you get a blue check that works hey. that's a blue check it's still a blue check <laughs> it's still a verified um but another thing is that he might be uh he's toying with the idea of making all of Twitter paid. See, if that's the case, yeah, we're, we're all going to go back to MySpace. Like that, is, that is it. Somebody's going to create a new, like new form of this. Like it could honestly be like Reddit or something like people will find a way to do all this for free. Like there, there's no reason why we need to pay for a social media service. Right. When we can get it for free. Uh, MySpace, like people are making the memes. Like MySpace is like excellent. It's my turn again. Yeah. Or I know James Gunn, who again was recently taken over DC Films. James Gunn, who did um, Suicide Squad, who the Suicide Squad, not Suicide Squad, um, and he also did Guardians of the Galaxy. He's he's made the move over to Mastodon, which I have not experienced as a uh, as a platform but it might be where a lot of companies are starting to shift if certain influential folks start using that more often. Yeah, I, I could definitely see like people figuring out where they want to go. And that that's just a game. That's the game of social media. Like if something bad happens on one thing, it will die. And then we all move over to something else. Like that's just the life cycle of, of uh, social media platforms. Mm hmm. 
Want to talk about another social media platform? No, no. <laughs> well, we're gonna because I put it on the list, and it's we're we're on the same topic anyway. Um, so we talked about the Musk. Now let's talk about the Zuck. <laughs> okay. So, um, guess how much Meta spent on developing the Metaverse so far? How much money they've how much they've put money? into it? How much money? It's like a couple million, probably. I I don't want to say sure? too much. What? Like, why wouldn't they? Like, haven't they committed a ton to it? Okay. Are you ready for this number, Kevin? Sure. So far, it's estimated, or not even estimated, but it's um, the company has spent fifteen billion dollars. Undeveloping the metaverse. Whoa, with a B. They lost. They spent as much money as that crypto bro lost. (laughs) That's where they got it. Hey, (laughs) it all comes back. It's circular. Um, It's like poetry. It rhymes. Oh fuck you, George Lucas. You suck. Um, But yeah, so it's reported that according to Kotaku, the meta the meta company spent. 15 billion dollars trying to develop this into a platform that everybody uses but like they're not reporting where all this money went to develop it like no one in spite of the report saying 15 billion no one knows what that 15 billion went to and because Hmm. of largely because of this loss it looks like and of course the metaverse is not successful like no one have you ever have you ever used or known anyone who's really used the metaverse, Kevin? Nope. Our company at one point was like looking into it as like a place to do meetings virtually over pandemic, but I think I think that died very quickly. Um but um during the pandemic, I think what another thing that's contributing according to the the official reason why I think I skipped over it a little. I think I think it's turned to hit. Um, <laughs> so, backing up a little bit, Meta is firing thirteen percent of its workforce, which is not as percent wise as high as Twitter, but numbers sheer numbers wise, it's a lot more. They're they're losing around eleven thousand employees right now. Eleven thousand employees have been fired. And according to the official reasoning, as I chew on an M&M, the official reasoning is that during pandemic, a lot more people were on the internet, a lot more people were using social media sites. So the revenue of Facebook skyrocketed and Zuckerberg and a lot of other experts in the space expected that even as pandemic kind of ended, as quarantine ended, as people were going, were going back out into the world, they expected that that use of social media would continue, if not increase. They were wrong. So now those expectations have not been met. They are not making as much money as they thought they would. Um, and so now in order to save money, instead of Zuckerberg and other folks taking a pay cut, they are instead firing 11,000 people 
and they'll get some benefits like they'll get um i think 16 not no where is it where is their compensation yeah they'll get six, yeah i was right um so the fired staff are getting 16 weeks of base pay two extra weeks for every year of employment time off they're getting a little bit of insurance for a couple months while they maybe search for a new job and, and settle whatever they have um but zuckerberg and other folks are not taking a pay cut while other people are losing their jobs so that's highly unfortunate and it's uh it seems like a lot of people are losing their jobs just because rich sad boys want to play with their money and don't know how to do it properly yeah it it's unfortunate like i feel like the biggest loser in this whole thing is oculus like hmm. i i loved oculus as is like when it when it wasn't merged with facebook when they and then when zuck didn't buy it yeah when zuck didn't own it and it's because like they they were trying things they were trying to make it affordable they were trying to make it you know available for people and make games fun uh mm -hmm. and and now it's been like whenever people walk into a, like my son room like the little guest entertainment room they're like oh you're, you have one of those <laughs> you freaking meta quest nerd and i'm like uh i only put, use this to play beat saber so <laughs> like that's that's the only purpose um but i honestly like oculus could have just lived on as its own vr thing we wouldn't have to like have this mess and now that facebook you know owns that they can kind of integrate as much as they want with it and it, it makes it really difficult for like people to just have accessible vr so um if anything they they shot themselves in the foot and they shot vr gaming in the foot uh by by you know tanking along with it um and now i feel like you know if if people want to have vr it's going to cost them because now they have to have you know the pc and the headset uh -huh. that go along with it so definitely a lot more that a lot more than i i wanted to like really lean into but it's just unfortunate that uh that that oculus takes the l in the situation as well you want to talk about oculus kevin mm, i guess i guess we'll talk about oculus okay um what do you know about the guy who invented oculus not much would you like to learn something about him kevin sure let's learn today so this guy his name is palmer lucky l-u-c-k-e-y uh he sold oculus to mark zuckerberg's facebook back in 2014 for two billion dollars now that's not why i'm talking about him I'm talking about him because of this headline. The Oculus founder, who was later fired by Facebook, created a VR headset that can kill people in real life if they die in a game. I get it. I get it. This is a this is a this is an anime tie-in. Mm-hmm. What explain the tie-in, Kevin. Okay. Uh put on put on the weeb hat real quick. Um so uh, I feel like this is coming out at the perfect time and the, like not the perfect time, but like 
around a good time. So, in the world of Sword Art Online, <laughs> uh, the official servers... There it is. The, the official servers for Sword Art Online would have went live on October 31st, 2020... Or, yeah, 2022. So, would have came out on, on Halloween this year. Um, as a joke, people were saying, like, oh, where's our nerve gear? And they're like, I'm gonna log on, and... <laughs> Like all my friends were like, this is this is what we're gonna be doing today, and so, um, they they said that, and then the, I believe it's the, um, yeah. So every everybody and and their like jokes wise were like, oh yeah, we're gonna we're gonna do sword art online. We're gonna go find our nerve gear. We're gonna <laughs> we're all gonna go and you know play some games. Sure, why not? Um, and yeah, uh. <laughs> The, we were we were just joking about you know Sword Art Online being real, and in Sword Art Online there there is the caveat where uh, if you die in the game, you die in real life. Mm-hmm. Um, that that was the main stakes uh, here. So even though your body was physically you know in the in the physical world, your mind would be destroyed if you actually died uh, in game. So uh, th- this is you know a hundred percent nerve gear <laughs> like uh and i i think that this is it's a funny joke clearly uh but i i doubt that he would have actually made something that would have killed you really unless really he's like really you into really, sword art <laughs> really doubt it you okay uh, there's no there's no way he he in he a, built a he built a version in a blog post titled if you die in the game, you die in real life. Palmer Lucky explains what he's done. And I'm going to read the second half of this um, this blog post that he wrote. Because um, I think, I, I don't really think that the first half is super necessary. It just explains Sword Art Online. But that isn't what you're here for. You want Nerve Gear, the incredible device that perfectly recreates reality using a neural interface that is also capable of killing the user. The idea of tying your real life to your virtual avatar has always fascinated me. You instantly raise the stakes to the maximum level and force people to fundamentally rethink how they interact with the virtual world and the players inside it. Pumped up graphics might make a game look more real, but only the threat of serious consequences can make a game feel real to you and every other person in the game. This is an area of video game mechanics that has never been explored, despite the long history of real-world sports revolving around similar mistakes. So there's the why. Okay. The good news is that we are halfway to making a true nerve gear. The bad news oh, is no. that so far, I've only figured out the half that kills you. The perfect <laughs> VR half of the equation is still many years out. In SAO, Sardar <laughs> Online, the nerve gear contained a microwave emitter that could be overridden are overdriven to lethal levels, something mm. the creator of the SAO and the Nerve Gear itself was able to hide from his employees, regulators, and contract manufacturing partners. I'm a pretty smart guy, but I couldn't come up with a way of making anything like this work, not without attaching the headset to a gigantic piece of equipment. In lieu of this, I have used the three of the ex- three of the explosive charge modules I usually I usually use for a different project tying them to a narrow band photo sensor that can detect when the screen flashes red at a specific frequency, making game over and integration on the part of the developer very easy. When the appropriate game over screen is displayed, the charges fire 
instantly destroying the brain of the user. This isn't a perfect <laughs> system, of course. I have plans for an anti-tamper mechanism that, like the nerve gear, oh will make God. it impossible to remove or destroy the helmet or the headset. Even so, even so, there are a huge variety of failures that could occur and kill the user at the wrong time. This is why I have not worked up the balls to actually use it on myself. And also why I am convinced that, like an SAO, the final triggering should really be tied to a high-intelligence agent that can readily determine if conditions of termination are actually correct. At this point, it is just a piece of office art, a thought-provoking reminder of unexplored avenues in game design. And is it is also, as far as I know, the first non-fiction example of a, of a VR device that can actually kill the user. It won't be the last. See you in the metaverse. I said metaverse. See you in the metaverse. Palmer. And if you look at it, like, he's got... Do you, have you seen what this looks like, Kevin? No, I, I have not. Um, Click the link. Oh, what the... It's got a sword, and it's got, like, three canisters, like, where kind of the dome of your skull would be yeah so go boom boom yeah no uh this guy is crazy uh don't no i'm not wearing that uh it's art it's i i guess but you're taking it a step too far uh like this has been everywhere on the internet I've seen it so many places. People are like, oh, my God, he's crazy. I yeah, I mean, you are if you if you're trying to recreate sword art online, like you got to you got to be insane. I mean, I used to be very weeby, like I memorized all the Naruto hand signs. I mean, like who, who didn't? <laughs> who didn't? Um, but I'm, I'm not I'm not this weeby. No. Yeah, I wouldn't kill people to to make a to make a point. You'd be a very bad supervillain, Kevin. I I'm a very bad superhero, so I think I'm a very okay supervillain. <laughs> <laughs> and so let's talk about from Oculus to Overwatch. That's a that's as close as I'm, I'm getting to a fluid transition for this topic. Um, but yeah, Overwatch. So um, we've talked previously about how people are not quite happy with Blizzard at the moment because everything costs a ridiculous amount of money. Skins that were previously free are at up to that point had cost $20, which is disgusting. Um, and now Blizzard has made a change to that to make it more affordable, except they haven't gone far enough i don't think so whereas like pretty much every single skin used to cost twenty dollars now some of the skins are only going to cost ten dollars um it's going it's like if you know how kevin when you initially like for example if you look at like junker queen and sojourn and Karako now they have their like kind of basic skins and like their epic skins right yeah they don't really have any event skins right that's just they have that base list. Yeah. Those skins, that base list of skins is going to be purchasable for a discount of 10,000 
um, uh, ten thousand of the legacy coins, which are pretty much the gold that you have would have stocked up from Overwatch One, that has been converted to this new currency, which you can't get anywhere else. You can't buy this currency. You can purchase the Overwatch coins for real money, and you can earn those, but you can't get legacy coins. All events. Hmm. Event tokens or event skins are not discounted and they are still costing the full 20,000 using or 19,000 at least for the Zenyatta one I'm looking at. Um, and they still, you, you still have to use the, the overwatch two coins for real money. Um, yeah, people aren't, aren't happy about that at all. It's making, it's like they know what people want, but they just can't commit to giving the fans what they want and are are still trying to hold on to as much of a money grab as they can. Which you already have with the Battle Pass. Just make it a Battle Pass worth buying. Yeah. I I can see that. Um, I I just don't understand why they... There's so there's so many things that like you know as Overwatch players we're just so used to, you know, if you play the game you get rewarded, right? You you get your you get your boxes you get your tokens and stuff, but at the same time I just feel like not being able to convert things that you had from the first game and then now they're just essentially up in the air you don't you don't even have a choice to really use it, like it, it's pretty bad, so. Yeah, I I really don't know what what to do here. I feel like we as like the player base wants one thing and it would be really helpful if we could just you know if we could just go back to like a hybrid system of like having the loot boxes that we had in the first one but also having like a battle pass. Like that would be the best way to like have a little bit of both. Um yeah and and still like allow players to get what they want it it just feels really like for me personally i have no motivation to play the game like if i I didn't buy the battle pass i like yeah like i have friends who want to play here and there and like yeah i'll log in from time to time to go and play with my friends but there is no real push for me to be like well I'm not going to complete the battle pass or, Oh, I'm, I'm working on the battle pass, whatever. Like it just feels like if I don't pay up, you know, up front. And if I don't commit the time once again, like I don't get anything. And I, I want to be rewarded for the things that I I've done already. And I don't know that that might just be because like, you know, I come from overwatch one and I was used to free stuff. Um, but I, I do feel like that, Honestly, that was the better system back then. I agree. And it's like at this point also, I finished the battle pass. I got my level 80 and I got the Genji skin. And mm-hmm. I was really curious like what happens because it says like if you read the description, it's it's 80 plus levels of battle pass content to unlock, right? Mm-hmm. And so now that I'm hit, I'm past level 80, I'm like, oh, what's it going to be? Is it going to be like even cooler cosmetics? No. All you get is like, if you hit a certain amount of levels, you kind of 
rank up to the next perk but the at that point the perks are just like you get a little subtitle underneath your gamer tag that's it so like i'm a, i i think the next one after 80 was 85 and then it gave me a little um a little subtitle that said nomad so now when i get um play of the game it shows my name and underneath it says nomad that's it so at this point like if i didn't have friends in my team who play overwatch i i don't feel the need to play it after you hit that battle pass another problem with the battle pass too um is that it i don't know how to introduce this if i should introduce this one or two ways but like i was whatever while we're talking about it it's like in more general terms like with with all the heroes that are coming after this after um kiriko it's impossible to play the character unless you level up all the way to level 55 on the free battle pass or if you get the paid premium battle pass. So people are are now really looking at Blizzard like this is now this more feels like pay to win because like if you're playing against a team that has the new hero, then they have the advantage because one your team doesn't necessarily know how to play against that. And two, your team has one less option of a hero to play. Yeah, and I I feel like those are big things that I I hope that they can actually like answer back in a way. And I it, it just feels bad because like I know that the main reason why they created the battle pass was not only to dodge the loot box like uh litigation or whatever but also to like mimic what valorant is doing where like essentially you have you have to play x amount of games and then you can unlock the new character but like at the same time that's free like we can we essentially you play like a little bit and you get a character and in overwatch where it's a game that requires you to be flexible and and switch uh between different games like or different different characters and different playstyles it's really important to have the option to go into you know what whatever the whatever the the character or ability is and if you don't have that option we it, it makes it that much harder so I don't I don't know what else to really say about this. I hope that uh I hope I hope that Blizzard can find a way how to just give us the characters again. Like I get the free to play like they're like, "Oh, it's free to play, so like you got to work for it." But like just make it experience-based. Like mm-hmm. let it let it be like, "Oh, well, you have to play X amount of games, maybe you could unlock it." Um and and don't make it level so steep. 55. Yeah, like make it like level 10 or something like that. Because like you want people to play your character. You want input. You want people to understand like what part of your character needs fixing. And if you don't give players access to even try it, they're they're not even going to they're they're not even going to have like an answer. So that's how I see it right now. It's just, yeah. we went from getting everything for free to 
this nonsense. Yeah. It 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 feels bad. It feels really bad. It feels like it feels like right now the priority of Blizzard's team is to squeeze out as money as fast as possible from people. And it's just like I don't think that was that's the right approach. I feel like they should have first focused on reestablishing a loyal player base and then slowly introduce more opportunities for monetization because at that point you'll have people who are hooked on the game and who are who trust the game more and at that point are more willing to 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 invest in more content in the game and to to give money for that bonus content it feels like they did it backwards because now they're just driving people away and they look very greedy in the process as opposed to like slowly introducing, hey, we're, int- we're we're giving you guys this option if you want more content. Hey, we are introducing like these new skins or these new types of skins or um, these skins are going to be more expensive because they're a lot cooler or, or something like that. But instead they just look like every every change they make is just going to be more backpedaling because they're hemorrhaging players. Now, Kevin, have you seen the new hero? Speaking of introductions of new heroes and paywalls. I have seen the, the trailer for it. Yes. Was that who you were expecting to be the hero? No, uh, I, I was not expecting, uh, that to be the next hero. I I thought we were getting somebody else who was kind of, Hinted at a while ago, but uh, a very long time ago. Yeah, they, I w- I thought it was gonna be Malga because they've yep. been working on Malga since before we had Sigma. Because exactly, we were supposed to get Malga first, but they didn't feel like the kit that they developed went with the character, so they created Sigma to use that kit. And then they've been they've been teasing us for however long that like, oh, you're well, we we have Malga in the works. We're we're gonna be working on him and then they said oh we're, we're gonna have a new tank for you guys it's someone from the lore that you've already been exposed to and so we're all thinking malga because he's a big part of baptiste's story the story that was released with his um back his his character and stuff mm-hmm. um but then they give us ramatra who we saw once at the very end of a cutscene in after the um oh, after okay. the storm rising uh cut because they they catch up to Maximilian and they're like, We're like we we want you to set a meeting or something or whatever Mercy says. I haven't seen that short yeah. in a while. And then it cuts to Doomfist in I think in Egypt, and then you you he turns and looks and you get like a second look at Ramatra. And that's what they're saying is, Oh, we uh we've been exposed to him before, that one second of quote unquote lore. Yeah, no. <laughs> do you, do you think that maybe they developed a kit and they thought, "Yeah, this doesn't fit Malga either," and they just did the same thing? I I think that, or they were like, "This this bot cool. We have to, we have to do it." I mean, the, the bot does look cool. It's going to be a very interesting playstyle. Um, well, I mean, his backstory, at least while I'm looking for that, is that um, he is, of course, an Omnic hero. He um. 
he wanted to defend his people. So, I mean, I think he, he it says initially he um he was a uh, words he was originally a war machine. Uh, he shed his munitions for a shield to protect his people by promoting peace and tranquility. He was a Shambali monk like Zenyatta, except he his he uh, according to the story. His story is one of hardship, trauma, and a magnified view of humanity's harsh realities. So he started Null Sector as a way to more um, violently ensure the survival of Omnix. So he, of course, he's a a, a bad guy, quote unquote. Um, he's associating with Doomfist and Maximilian, so he, of course he's not good. Um, but he's a he seems to be a very interesting character because he's the first character. It looks like at least that you can switch between different modes. So, I mean, I mean, we, we have, we kind of had bastion, but not in the same way. Um, cause he's tank. He has a, his normal Omnic monk looking mode. And then he's got the big punchy robot mode. We don't really know what his effects are. I think it's, it looks like to be, um, he has a slowdown, which can also make flying heroes like drop from the sky. I think he has a shield, and then he has whatever his attack is, which when it's um, monk mode, he I, he has a little floaty ball like Zenyatta in a staff, and that looks to be a ranged weapon, whereas if you're in big punchy robot mode, your attacks are big and punchy. Yeah. Uh... It it seems pretty standard. I mean, it's just like you you have big mode and you have small mode. So I don't I I clearly don't know like what other abilities are going to be like built into it. Like yeah. We we have we have an idea of like some of the abilities and like how much HP this guy has. It's kind of ridiculous. Um but I'm interested in seeing how this kit will operate. Um I do agree with you that I feel like we, at some point we need Malga and like I I get it like maybe this kit doesn't fit Malga in a way but that is like a like a clear ask from a lot of like uh from from a lot of like players we we just want mm-hmm. we just want Malga as a, as a tank so uh, yeah, we'll we'll see how it goes. Like now that I've had time to sit with it, I think that I'm excited to try him out. Mm-hmm. But like, wh- I didn't watch the um the Overwatch Grand Finals, um because I I was out doing things. Um, but oh yeah, no, I was at, I was in L.A. at the at the bar, or at work at the time. But initially, when I first saw the announcement, it's like wait. I, I I was disappointed because this isn't Malga. I wanted Malga. That's what we were expecting. Um, so th- th- I did feel that sense of disappointment when it wasn't him. Although I, I like now, I think Ramatra seems like he, he's got a a lot of interesting potential as a character, and they're trying a lot of new mechanics and things with him. We don't know what his ult is though. Yep that that is that is one thing that we have to still ask questions uh, about, and it's fine. I mean, I just hope that you know it's not too busted, but you know it doesn't make it completely 
useless. So we'll see how it goes. And then I think my last story is um, Chris Evans. What do you think about him, Kevin? He's uh, he he was Captain America, and then he got old. <laughs> this is true. This is true. Um, he's also said that his mom is going to be happy uh, because, according to People Magazine, he has been voted 2022's sexiest man alive. Oh wow! Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what was it for that other movie where he had a mustache or? I forgot, I forgot what the name of that movie is. I'm gonna IMDb it real quick. It it was a Netflix one, right? Uh, the Gray Man. Yes. I, I was like him, him with a mustache, right? Guess how old yeah. he is. How old he is? Yes. How old is is Chris Evans? Uh, is he like, is he, I, I want to say he's probably, I want to say he's older than he looks. So I, I want to say he's like, is 40 an okay guess? Is it? I'm, I'm going to say 40. 41. 41. Jeez. <laughs> he, he looks good for 41. He looks really good for 41. Remember like how back when we were kids when whenever you think of like a 40 year old person they're all like kind of old and decrepit already yeah now like if you're 60 you're still like young and fabulous and then you grow a mustache and then you you play counter to ryan gosling hmm so yeah he's the um he's the sexiest man alive Yeah, that, that's pretty. Uh, that's pretty impressive. Beat out all the other people who are under forty. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so let's go ahead and move into what I was about to type up, but uh, I got too lazy. Um, so yeah, we're moving from sexiest man alive to the least sexiest sport in the world. Uh, we're going to talk about League of Legends. Um, <laughs> I thought that was golf. Oh my bad. I, Apparently, golf is the most deadly sport. I, I figured that Wait, out a couple how? days ago. Do Apparently, they, more like, people die on golf courses than than any other any oh. other like thing. But that's just because they're all old and like they're yeah. already ready. They're they're getting ready to have a heart attack or something. Like yeah, that. It, it, it's not a very like, physical sport. It's it's not. <laughs> it's like just... how it's like you go to. Have you ever gone to have taken a physics class? Not physics psych class, Kevin, or like a stats class? And they're like, oh, um, the ice creams are. Uh, ice cream sales are linked to increases in murder. Yeah, when it's it's, be- it's one of those things. It's because like more people are out during summer when it's hotter when people are buying ice cream, and more people are angry because it's hotter when they're out buying ice cream because it's hot. So then they're more likely to commit murders, and it's just it's it's association is not or correlation causation. Is not causation. Yeah. But yeah, we'll 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 move from golf to oh to God. the league. Um, we we had the uh, the the big weekend, I would say this whole this whole previous weekend of both the Overwatch League Grand Finals and uh, 
and worlds happening all at the same time. Uh, Who won not the, exactly the grand the finals time. for Overwatch? Who was um, it? It was the Houston. I believe it was no, no, no. Dallas Fuel. Dallas Fuel won. Okay. The Dallas I, Fuel won in a great fashion. A lot of people are telling me to watch this game. I haven't taken the time to do it yet, but they said it went the distance. It was a seven game series. Um, and, you know, the they were expected to face off against the uh, the Houston Outlaws, but yeah, they, they were did doing it. really well. Uh, they, they ended up facing off against the San Francisco Shock. Um so the San Francisco Shock once again versus the Dallas Fuel in the grand finals. Um but yeah, they said full matches, ridiculous gameplay, uh worth the watch. So um yeah, definitely want to want to watch it now especially since now we have Overwatch 2, we could actually care about the games a little bit. Um but yeah, uh going from one grand finals to the other, we'll talk about League of Legends. Um it was hosted in San Francisco. Uh, I did not make the trip out there. Um, I was smart and decided to stay home. Um, I don't just for the record, I do not follow league of legends. Um, I have a couple friends who went to the event. I have, uh, I have friends who work at the red bull activation booth. So, um, I was asking them like, how, what's it like there? How's, how's the atmosphere? Um, they were like great atmosphere. That one went the full distance too. out of a best of five series. Uh, went to game five. Once again, it was between DRX and uh, T1. Um, T1 is like a powerhouse, Korean powerhouse, just well known for uh, what they've done. And DRX had a really tough time, a uh, really tough climb to go through. Um, and yeah, it was, I, I didn't, I didn't watch all of it. Clearly I, I'm not super invested in it, but um, a lot of my friends were saying like the whole atmosphere of it being you know, an esports game that, you know, it is the world's most popular esport. Um, but it was just like, you know, electric to be in the building to see like uh, you know, Lil Nas X open, um and everything else just kind of going off. Um, so yeah, League of Legends happened this weekend. Uh congrats to DRX for winning. Um if you guys do want to check out the highlights, feel free to uh look at League of Legends. Um, they they have the full games highlights. Uh, there was a lot of like, I wouldn't say drama in terms of it, but like it, a lot of people were saying like a lot of really good games, lots of like uh, timelines and stuff like that. I'm not 100 percent invested, but um, if, if anybody wants to take the time to go ahead and uh, tell me what's going on, uh, I I might give an ear if it could be abridged uh, in a in a cool way. Uh, so yeah, um, huge weekend for esports. I'm glad that everybody who uh, wanted to participate got to um and yeah um i i think if anything this is the big takeaway is um with an event like the league of legends world um uh, being played in the bay area i hope that it does um inspire a lot more colleges especially on this side of the coast uh to go ahead and look at the like overall implications of having you know esports teams and uh, the event and crowd that it can draw so um i know that my school my alma mater is in san francisco um and they're very hesitant when it comes to esports but uh, i mean you literally sold out chase center and had to have people literally outside of the arena watching it on the big screen uh, in order to keep everybody happy um 
so yeah, I do think that you know you have a you have a tiny bit of a case for uh you know providing a little bit more to your esports program, um, but yeah, great great event for esports in general, either Overwatch League or for League of Legends. Uh, check them out. Cool. Uh, moving on from competitive esports to, uh, I, I guess, gaming in general. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and uh, switch hats. We're going to go into the Pokemon aspect of this. Um, and yeah, let, let's talk first Scarlet and Violet. Um, Scarlet and Violet comes out in about a week. Um, so everybody, mark your calendars, get ready. Uh, once again, November 18th is going to be the due date. I'm going to be uh, pre-ordered Scarlet. Scarlet. Okay, good. I pre-ordered Violet. So um, I, I have a couple friends who are playing Scarlet as well. So uh, I'm I'm the good guy and I'm going to play the opposite version. Uh, I did it that for, way. Um, for hot professor mommy. <laughs> <laughs> he, he At least he's honest, everybody. Uh, it's, I, I literally know nothing about the games. It's like hot professor mommy. I'll take it. I was I was like uh, the the. I was looking at exclusives first and then I was like, mm, it's fine. As long as, as long as I could help other people get the Pokemon that they need, we should be good. Um, so yeah, uh, we're, we're going to be playing separate versions. Um, on Twitter, there have been quote unquote, a lot of leaks. Um, and I know that if, if you guys don't want spoilers, I mean, I don't even know if these are true. I'm one to handle all this with a lot of skepticism. Um, because we we don't know if they're actually true or not um but uh we we're we got a preview of some of the evolution line um for the starter pokemon um i'm gonna wait until the game comes out or until i actually get to experience it myself um that way i can be like oh okay i like this or hey maybe i'll trade and and get get another one um we'll see how it goes but yeah um final evolutions and like middle evolutions have been like popping up but we don't know if any of that is actually legit um we we got the news about gimmagool which is a new pokemon um that lives in a uh in a chest and uh it's supposed to mimic like a a a mimic uh (laughs) in typical gaming where you go ahead and open up a chest and then you encounter you know a a pokemon instead of your actual loot so gimmagool actually has two forms uh there's a coin form a roaming form and then a uh a what they consider like the chest form um so that's going to be things to look out for in pokemon um in general uh gimmagool was actually first leaked in pokemon uh pokemon go um people are like this weird reddit looking character is in my game and i don't know what to do and they're like oh wait that's uh that's not supposed to be there so oops uh yeah someone got fired so yeah uh gimmagool was shown a little bit and people are like that's kind of a weird thing um so that's going to be interesting to go ahead and dissect that once we actually get there um if you are interested in these things i i don't know i i personally uh like these um so the rotom phone which is like the main thing that the characters use in order to you know uh keep track of your party like items that you have and stuff um the rotom phone can actually have a different case depending on previous games that you've played um that are on your switch so if you've played um 
if you've played, I think, uh, Diamond and Pearl, the Diamond and Pearl remakes, um, Sword and Shield has a different Rotom phone. Um, the Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee. And the last but not least, uh, Legends Arceus. If you played Legends Arceus, you got the Arc phone, which is pretty cool. Um, so, yeah, you keep that in mind. Um, once again, uh, I'm getting I'm getting Violet myself. I know that um, Matt is now getting Scarlet. Um, I will be streaming it on release so I can go ahead and give you guys like my first impressions once we actually get the game up and running. Um, so that'll be in two weeks and we'll uh, we'll tell you how it goes. Um, yeah, I'm not going to be playing anything until I beat Silent Hill 2. I am I bought Silent Hill 2 on the Xbox because I guess why. Um, <laughs> but but once I beat that, then I can then I and then I'm going to do God of War and then I'm going to do Pokemon at the same time probably. I can finally move away from Skyrim again on my Switch. Yeah, I I'm going to play it just because I I want it. I like Pokemon and I'm weird. Um Plus, believe it or I think not, you're more weird if you don't play Pokemon. If you don't uh, like Pokemon, honestly, at this point, uh, yeah, it, it's a generational thing. Um, but I, I do think that, like, yeah, you are weird if you don't play Pokemon. It's like if you're, are, are you even human if you're not playing Animal Crossing during the pandemic? Like, that's, that's me. That was a weird <laughs> one. Um, so, anyways, uh, Scarlet and Violet once again releases on the 18th. Um, check it out if you guys want to. Um. I will give you guys a deep dive of what I think about it. Also, if you guys are interested in playing um, Pokemon um, VGC or the video game competitive, um, there are a lot of like smaller communities starting up games and signups um, for Pokemon Scarlet and Violet competitive. Um, they will probably be very limited because of obviously like how much... Uh, how many Pokemon we actually have in the game, but it will be interesting to go ahead and see what, uh, what people are going to be playing. Um, I'm definitely going to be taking a peek. I think the closest one that I saw was, uh, December 10th or something like that. So pretty much you get the game. You have like three weeks to grind out as much as possible and then, uh, see how well, uh, you can compete with the Pokemon that you have. So that's going to be really interesting, uh, at least for the first couple of uh of games and then we'll see what else they decide to introduce as well cool uh moving on from scarlet and violet being the latest game let's go ahead and move on into my you know my my little weird corner of pokemon unite um there's quite a bit of news um we're gonna go into the first one which is sableye sableye is going to be joining pokemon unite uh november 16th uh, knowing Timmy and Tencent and the way how they are going to go ahead and do this, they're going to lock it behind a paywall for the first week. Uh, and then you could go ahead and unlock it with coins uh, later about a week after official release. So if you're keeping that in mind, that means um, the official release date for Save Lie is going to be the 23rd. Um, that's personally what I'm going to be waiting on. Um, but yeah, I, I do think that people are going to be like, okay, Save Lie is here. Um, it, it just operates uh in a in a very interesting way i know that it has thief it has the ability to like steal aos energy it's going to be kind of a quirky little dude so we'll we'll see how it plays um another thing to keep in mind um for pokemon unite is since we did have daylight savings time uh the time of the reset is technically 4 p.m. instead of 5 p.m. so keep that in mind um if you are trying to keep up with your dailies it resets at four 
Um, moving on into, you know, tying it back to the last news story, um, there is going to be some tie-ins with Scarlet and Violet in Pokemon Unite. So um, we are going to have the backgrounds, which emulate the uh, cover art for Pokemon uh, Scarlet and Violet. We're going to have that as a background for your trainer card. Um, we have stickers of the three starters, Quaxley, Sprigatito, and uh, Fuecoco are all going to be in the game. And last but not least, if you do purchase um, the game, if you do purchase Scarlet and Violet, um, you will have access to the trainer outfit, the default trainer outfit um, for Pokemon Unite. So there is a little bit of a tie-in with the new release. Uh, that's going to be pretty cool to go ahead and see. So um, keep all that in mind as you continue on through. Um, okay, now we're going to get into some of the spoilery things. So once again, if you are into Pokemon Unite, um, you, you have been warned. Uh, but this is mainly El Chico Eevee um, and his stuff that he has talked about um, or at least tweeted recently. Um, earlier today, there was a flurry of just things that El Chico Eevee was like, yeah, we're getting all this. Um, and a lot of it is going to be uh crazy down the line and i hope that uh we can actually go ahead and uh figure this out moving into these leaks it's gonna get kind of crazy so I, I apologize so el chico eevee has revealed a lot first urshifu and dragapult have been announced for pokemon unite they are in the test region uh in other words we have them in the game quote unquote but they are not officially released in the game quote unquote um so urshifu and dragapult are going to be the two um, keep that in mind. Um, we will see how well the, the moveset works. If you guys were interested in my personal take on what Urshifu could have been, I do have a Poke concept on Urshifu. And uh, it, it's really cool, in my opinion. I, I liked what I did with Urshifu. So we'll see what uh, Pokemon Unite decides to do with Urshifu. Um, Dragapult was also on my list, but I didn't do it. But um, yeah, Dragapult, uh, another really cool Pokemon uh, to go ahead and think about. Um, there will be a ban phase in Pokemon competitive. That is something that I am very excited about. Um, it allows the teams to go ahead and uh, ban one Pokemon each, and that will make it really easy for a lot of uh, a, a lot of players to remove problematic Pokemon that may be ruining the way how the game is played. So um, there's going to be a ban phase in competitive. Definitely something that a lot of uh, pro players are looking forward to. Um, Confei has been hinted at we'll see if we do get it um but no promises um the last one is that we have a couple of new held items that have been confirmed um the first one is going to be the rapid fire scarf um i need to go ahead and make sure that i am reading this properly um but the rapid fire scarf is going to be a held item that increases the pokemon's basic attack speed by a certain percentage um, for a short time after the third basic attack. So essentially it just makes it super quick um, and it buffs attack, uh, typical attack and attack speed. Um, the other one, the other item is called Drain Crown. Um, so a Drain Crown uh, restores HP equal to a percentage of the damage dealt with an attack-based attack move. Um, so physical attackers are really going to take advantage of this. Um and its buffs are HP and attack. So a lot of people are saying, like, uh, watch out, Garchomp might actually come back with a vengeance. Um, you got to keep a lot of these uh, in mind as we slowly start getting them rolled out. So 
new abilities, new new things coming on the way, and I'm I'm excited for this. Um, and we'll see we'll see how it plays out uh, later down the line. But yeah, a, a lot of fun stuff for Pokemon Unite. Uh, now I'm now I'm gonna switch my Pokemon hat for my Weeb hat real quick. We're gonna go ahead and switch over to the other one. Um, so uh, what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna just I, I felt like you know just me talking about manga is kind of boring. Um, I need to go ahead and give everybody a recommendation probably once a week. I do have a big ass shelf, so I might as well <laughs> give you something. Um, Would you have multiple shelves? I, I do. Uh, it's, it's quite a. It's a. Uh, it's it's growing, um, but this week I decided to be a little bit more adventurous with my pick. I did pick up Kowloon. Um, Kowloon is a manga that is. It's called Kowloon Generic Romance. Um, it is set in Kowloon, which is a uh, high rise uh, Hong Kong city. Um, it is built upwards, um, but. It was a very once again. It's called generic romance. You follow this um, this office lady who works in uh, real estate, and she sits across from this guy, um, and she finds out that like she she's slowly falling for this guy, um, and he he may be stupid, he might be aloof, but it's something that she likes. Um, Essentially, you go, you go through this very nice. Uh, it's it's a vibe. It's definitely a vibe of a uh, of a manga. Like I I was reading through it while I was listening to like city pop, um, and I was really just feeling it. And it it's a really nice like story. Um, essentially, there's a twist in like the last two panels of the entire manga. I'm not going to spoil it for you, but there's a reason why I'm losing my mind and uh, I have to wait until December in order to get book two. So um, at first I was like, this is, this is kind of a interesting thing to go ahead and like dissect. But once again, Kowloon, if you're looking for a like kind of like a slice of life romance, um, Kowloon might be the answer for you. So um, I, I heard a lot of good things about it and I finally got around to picking it up. So yeah, uh, go ahead and do that if if you're interested in that kind of thing. Okay, now let's go ahead and move into the typical manga update. Um, this week we got Blue Period Ten, uh, Love and Lies, Misaki Ending, and Go Go Loser Ranger. Um, next week is what I consider uh a Hell Week, um, or a full release week. Um, there is a lot of manga that is coming out on the 15th. I have it marked on my calendar. I have to go out and, uh, and get a lot of these. So, um, I'm just going to be going in no particular order. Um, let's start out with Beastars 21. If you are reading Beastars, you know, 20, 21st volume of that Fire Force 27 is also coming out. Um, Marshall book nine is coming out. Um, Marshall being uh, magic and muscles where it's the, the, the kid who punches his way through magic school. Um, so <laughs> that's going to be a uh, really fantastic. It's great. It, it's like, if you took the hardest thing to do is explain Marshall without mentioning one punch man, Harry Potter or mob psycho. Um, Cause it's very much of that, that area. Essentially, if you took Saitama and put him in Hogwarts, that's what, that's what Marshall is. Um, then for two of them that I have on my radar, um, I have Witch Hat Atelier uh, number 10. 
um, by Kamame Shirahama. I love her artwork and I love her paneling. So uh, really looking forward to this one. And then last but not least, you have uh, Zombie 100 Volume 8 um, by Haro Aso, who's the same person who makes, uh, who wrote uh, Alice in Borderland. So um, yeah, an- another one to add to the shelves. Um, but this is a really big week for a lot of big uh, manga. Um, if you are interested in picking them up, feel free to stop by your local uh, books shop. I would I would recommend if you're looking for a book before the release date, um, check check Barnes and Nobles. But if you are l- looking for like a good quality like wrap, it's better to go look for like specialty stores that really do like shrink wrap their books and stuff like that. Um, for me personally, I I have to go into San Francisco and go to Kino Kunia. Um, which I know that they they have multiple uh, stores. I have fr- I have a friend who works at the one in Santa Monica, so she always gives me updates of like, oh, this book just came out. You gotta you gotta go to like make your run now. And I'm like, okay, so I'm keeping tabs on a bunch of these. Um, but Tuesday is my day. Um, I am definitely going to be taking everybody out on the vlog with it. So um, yeah, if you, if you do want to see what my manga runs look like, um, I will up I will be uploading the vlog about like what I'm looking for uh, when I do go out there. Uh, Next thing, if you guys are interested in the One Piece Red movie, feel free to check it out. It is still in theaters. Um, I personally don't keep up with One Piece, but if you do want to watch the movie, um, go and do it. Uh, it, It's in typical theaters. So yeah, just go out and uh, see the movie on the big screen. I I like watching anime on the big screen as well. Um, I feel like it does depend on you know the movie and and what it is like mugen train was amazing on the big screen so um hopefully one piece red can really follow that up also just demon slayer is very pretty yeah uh anything by ufotable is pretty on a big screen like that so uh yeah uh i i'm excited to see where anime films end up um in the future especially with uh suzume coming out too um that's by uh, Makoto Shinkai, I believe, the same guy who did uh, Your Name. Uh, we should be getting another movie by them pretty soon. Um, I know it was released in Japan already, so it's just a matter of uh, when we get the translation and localization over here. Um, but yeah, that's going to do it for the manga wrap-ups. Um, I just have a quick announcement in terms of future events. Um, if you do want to hear me cast um, a Pokemon Unite event, I'm going to be casting the Sneaky Seal Summit. Uh, lots of S's on Sunday. Yeah, another S for you. Um, it is going to be uh, multiple sections of NA um, kind of making their own teams and uh, duking it out. So, yeah, uh, that's going to be Sunday. Sneaky Seal Summit. It's going to be on my Twitch channel. So uh, it's going to be it's going to be a fun time. So I hope everybody uh, tunes in and can hear me cast for once. And it's that time of the night where we ask Kevin for his words of wisdom. Uh, I I don't know, bro. I I kind of I kind of went over everything. Uh, <laughs> let, let me see if I could find something real quick. No, just kidding. Um, once again, I hope everybody's having a great time. Uh, get Pokemon Scarlet and Violet if you are interested. Um, we will have one more episode before the actual release of it. Um, and yeah, uh, it, go get your manga. 
All right, everybody. Thank you for tuning in with us this week. We hope you learned a lot about what happened this week in Geek in this podcast. So, yay. Um, we will be back at you again next week, as Kevin said, and hopefully we'll have some more Pokemon and other news for you to enjoy and uh, put into your ear holes. Thanks, guys. <laughs> we'll get you next week. Adios. Next week, we bring you the latest news and stories from around the internet. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. If you like what you hear, please subscribe to us and rate us five stars on all your favorite podcast platforms. You can also follow us on all social media at TwigPod, that's T-W-I-G-P-O-D. And feel free to send us any questions, comments, or any suggestions of topics you'd like us to cover. If you'd like to advertise with our show, please contact our network at Believe.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next week in Geek. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.